So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When you ask every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on WPRK 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. You can catch up on our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com and catch up to us. <laughs> Today we are on episode 105, 105. Gosh, it seems like it's... Was DJ just yeah, it seems like it was just like episode 100 last week. <laughs> you hear him there. This is your host, DJ Crazy JC John, but you heard Tom the Elderberry. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, hey. Namas Cray. Crazy. Namas Cray, because I take my medicine. No more Cray. <laughs> or the crazy in me honors the crazy in you. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I know. It's a beautiful. I'm good. Yeah. It's, it's, everything's beautiful. It feels like fall. Yes. And for Florida, that's a finally. Yes. It's crazy that it's mid-80s, but there's also no humidity. That's what's lovely. That's what's making it so nice is no humidity. And I really didn't have many mosquito issues either at my house. Like Normally, we have a lot of mosquitoes when it's warm. Yeah, they all floated away in Ian. <laughs> they're all yeah, at Lake they're Harney. all coming back. That's where, yeah, my friend lives over there. They they finally are able to, he's able to drive his truck to his house, and they're right there on Lake Harney. And now, finally, all of the floodwaters have gone out of the house. So he said he plugged in a plug and so he could listen to music while he was working on that's the house. That's brave. I, that's what I thought. That's very wow. brave. Because it was just underwater and for weeks on end. Mm. Thank goodness. So we wish the best to everybody who was, you know, who impacted was and affected. Affected that much, too. Because it's not just there in Kissimmee. All the way down the state. Yeah. Yeah. In Fort Myers. Oh, my gosh. But we don't That's even talk about it anymore. Yes. We, you don't have to worry about They're all that back now. to normal. Don't worry about them down there in the little tents. <laughs> Sleeping in the Motel 6. I know. What's so sad is I see so many people with GoFundMes that you want to help them, but it's like there's so many people yep. that are needing help because yep. of Ian. The, they're starting everything over again. Yeah. No personal effects, no bathroom stuff, no house stuff, no entertainment nothing. stuff, nothing. Nothing at all, especially in Fort Myers. They got it bad there. Well... Locally, there's all kinds of things that's going on. Well, you didn't on. talk about your two things. Um, Are we yeah, going to skip them ahead. today? No, we're not going to skip them. What, let's go with you first, your two things first. My first one is never underestimate who likes what music. Exactly. We went you, to the Gorillas on Friday, mm -hmm. and it was like dads and their kids. Mm -hmm. We're talking like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds. 
that do the whole cartoon aspect of it. Yeah. Where I only knew the music aspect of it in some of the videos, but not like that. Gorillas bridging generational gaps. With incredible music. I had no idea they were going to be that talented. That's awesome. That's where was it they were at Amway, the Amway, right? Yeah. And they flew a special UK band in that did falsetto harmonies that sounded like the Bee Gees. Oh, that's so Called cool. Jungle. Uh, a black guy, a white guy, and a, a Indian lady. Oh, cool. Amazing. Cool. And then the second one, I'm going to crib from Divine Grace. Mm-hmm. There are no appointments for goodbyes. Make every one of them count. Oh my gosh. Yes. That kind of ties in with mine is make every moment count. Cherish every moment alive. Make every moment count. Yep. It was my first one. And it goes along with that. How funny. It was just because what everything we're going to get into. Exactly. We're going to get into it, but everything that happened yesterday made everyone, you know, think. Divine's words. They just, I'm like, that's exactly, that's it. Oh, yeah. The way, yeah, I saw that post too. My second one on top of that was, it's a beautiful day out. Get out. Dancing is exercise. So get out and dance. Shake a tail feather. And you don't have to go to the gym and lift weights. You can do cardio. You know, you can just do your cardio staying at home. Get physical. And, and dance. It's, uh, it's something that I'm going to that I have put into my walking regimen that I do of losing weight, walking and my eating habit and all that stuff. It's I've a good one. On my, I've been cheating on my eating habits. I made some good stuff. That's all right. Baby. You're down. You're a skinny little bee now, honey. You can do that. <laughs> oh, I still have five more pounds to go for my new goal. Okay, Twiggy. But yeah. Yeah, I want to get, I just want my stomach to be different. Not, not as big as the bigger part. You get some Manx. Yeah, that's true. Look like Edie the Egg Lady. <laughs> I I did have one of those kinds that it's just the midsection belt that you squeeze it really tight. Gives you the V shape. Yes. Yeah. A, 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 a man girdle. A myrtle. A myrtle. A myrtle. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, when we were younger, we could squeeze it down to a 14, but now I it's know. like a 45. Now it's like, okay, I'm squeezing my 35 down to a 33. <laughs> That's all right. Sans about. But yeah, and and so dancing itself is an exercise. You know, it's good cardio. So just turn on some some of your favorite tunes and dance. Turn on ninety one point five FM and dance. Yeah, because we we're just music. we were just jamming out to Domino by MYD, and that was fun. It sure was. It sure was. I love the music that gets played here. Yes, all the different shows. And speaking of which, happy 70th birthday. Happy birthday. To WPRK. WPRK. Yes, I just, I was in uh, the studio last week, early one morning, doing a show. Um, as a guest on a show, it was so nice being on the other side of the microphone where I'm not the host. So that way questions were asked of me and I got to answer. It was really fun. Yay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, let's go into local. Okay. Locally, um, it's not this week. This is the off week for the for the comedy at, at Savoy of Greg Metz's. But next week, that will be coming on. So you get a week off. I think that's off. November 1st. Yes, it is November 1st, next Tuesday. 
That lineup is incredible. Next week is going, next Tuesday is going to be the Halloween hangover show. It will be. <laughs> will you still be in on costume? Sugar Low. <laughs> right, come in costume on the first. Oh, no, I just didn't get home. It's my walk of shame. Right. <laughs> Walking to Rollins in costume. So, hey, if, if Brendan can come in in Spider-Man when it's not Halloween, we can come in dressed up in any time. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. So also locally on Tuesday nights, of course, at Southern Nights is Twisted Tuesday. And coming up this Saturday, I love Saturdays because Axel, it's not really a brunch. It's called Electric Saturdays. And it's at Southern Nights and they have this show, but it's not inside. It's out in the courtyard area. And he it's usually like three performer, Axel and two other performers they usually have. And that's always a fun time. That new patio is spectacular. Yes, it is. Island Time, of course, they have their brunch every weekend, and they get some good talent in there, a lot of our local talent, and Trinity the Tuck Taylor, or the Trinity the Tuck, she's now, she's Drop Taylor, but she's, and she's there a lot. Um, what else is going on locally? Secrets. Yes, Club Secrets, Tuesday nights, you can ship. Twyla Holiday, April Fresh, and others. Although April Fresh will not be there this evening because she is on the 80s Rock the cruise. Sands. So, uh-huh. She said at the Sands. The 80s. It used to be called Hanging 80s with Boy the George Sands. Girl. Yes, Culture Club is going to be know. there. And the cult. That's what I was like. Oh, my gosh. I want to go. I want to go because the cult's going to be there. It'd be weird seeing the cult on the beach. Wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> it would. Because they're so goth. You think of pale and, yes, dyed black hair, pale skin. Undead, undead. On the Never beach. Goes, she's dead. I saw psychedelic furs on the beach. Okay, that would be weird equally. It, it was. They were at the band shell in Daytona one year for spring break. Or they were one I of remember the free concerts. that. And me and my I didn't friend know. Went, me and my friend went, it was so hot that day. And my friend, she was wearing a black cardigan nope. on top of a white buttoned up shirt nope. and then black pants. And I'm like, girl. We it, did the black shirt last week. Yeah. No. That's what I told him. I'm like, girl, I aren't you burning up? Here I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I'm like, we're going to the beach. <laughs> Your white face makeup is sweating off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alice Cooper in the rain But that was a fun concert Psychedelic Furs is always a fun concert What else locally do we have going on? Uh, Wednesday night at Boots We yes. got Mr. Miss Adrian's Flip Cup Challenge Although I do not know if she's going to be there Because from my understanding She is in Philly right now Because she has been doing some um, The Hocus Pocus With Ginger Minge And, and Gidget Galore um, something we'll just since we're doing. Let's we'll just, jump into it. We'll jump into our topic since it has something to do with local. Um, this Saturday or this Friday. This Saturday. This Saturday was supposed to have been Drag Queen Story Hour with Bridget Galore, the drag daughter. At no. Oh. They're not family. Oh. They're not family. Just another galore. It's just another galore. L- like Ava and Zaza. It's the other galore. Yes. Oh. And so Bridget is the other galore, but they're not drag family. Oh. Um, there's no drama there. That, that just, Bridget liked the name, so she took the name, and it happens to rhyme with Gidget also. But 
but no, they're not family. But it was supposed to be this Saturday, and they got death. Well, not no, death they threats. were warned. They they got threats from different Nazi groups, uh, white supremacist groups, different. Um, there was going to be a confluence of like six of them. Yeah, it was going to be. Should we name them? Yeah, um, the hate groups that they're considered the white national socialist movement, the white lives matter, Patriot front, the proud boys, Goyam defense leave. Oi. Uh, and the national national socialist front. Yep. yep. And it's like, if you're a racial activist and you live in the state of Florida, contact me via my email that's listed in my bio, uh, for a private message on rendezvous or gab. So we know that's not going to be good. So because of that, they have canceled the Drag Queen Story Hour for this um, this week. And they had 75 tickets that they had already sold for this. I know. It's just intimidation Yeah. at this point. Yeah. But what's scary is that they are getting, these hate groups are getting more organized. I think we're crazy to assume that they weren't organized to begin with. Right. Right, but they're they're now coming out more because the more stuff is happening, the more drag is becoming more mainstream, you also get the pushback. It's the crest of the wave that's happening everywhere. Yes, yes. But it's they've they've done so many drag queen story hours with with Gidget Galore um, at the center and have had no problems. They've sometimes they've live streamed them. They they do live stream them. Maybe these groups knew that it was going to be Gidget and not Bridget, and that's why they're doing. It. No, it's Bridget, not Gidget this time. Yeah, but it maybe was, that's why they're oh. doing it. <laughs> yeah, they're doing this, and hey, it's not Gidget. Exactly. <laughs> well, they're both white, so I don't know what. <laughs> Wyt. Speaking of which, since we're on this subject, there's a commercial that is um, approved of by Marco Rubio that they talk about. They talk about they want they want to turn your little boys into little girls, and they showed this picture, and it's a drag queen from L.A. And this boy, and this boy has on all this makeup, but it wasn't drag makeup. It was like like makeup that when you go. To, to get your face painted. Yeah, you paint face paint makeup. Yeah. That's all it was. It wasn't any kind of drag makeup to make a boy look like a girl. It was just face paint. Like you get at any theme park. It's twisting real topics into something that's a soundbite to uh, instill fear. Yes, to instill fear. And to make people think that this is happening and to their children. And, and it's not. No. It's not. It's, you know, first of all, people that are coming there, the, it's not like children are being forced to go. They are forced to see this. Parents are bringing their children there. And if we're about parental rights, isn't that a parent's right to bring their child to a drag queen story hour? Yes. And there's a lady in Idaho that's trying to stop it from happening in their entire state. No public drag. No public drag in Idaho. Ain't see, but you're born that. naked. Everything's drag. Well, don't you know, someone had, uh, had said, you know, this isn't going to fly well with DeSantis. He's going to have to take it a step further. 
Oh, he already did using the 1946 law against the one in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's sad. They're turning the clocks back, but not like Cher, honey. Right. No, they're trying so hard, and they're succeeding hard. with some. Hard. Yeah. They're succeeding with some, too. But they are turning it back with no dragon public. We have to really to stand up for our want, rights right now. They're trying to push us back into the closet. Exactly. Big time. Don't they know how hard it is to hide wigs and sequin dresses when through other stuff so you don't blend in? Exactly. Lord. If you're going to be in drag, you're going to have to do fish drag and be passable as a woman. So then they wouldn't know. See, all of a sudden when you said that, I pictured you dressing up like a fish. Oh, a fish. <laughs> <laughs> a Mr. Limpet fish with Let big me get red my grouper. lips. Let me get my grouper outfit out of the car. <laughs> with big red lips. A little guppy. No, no, in in drag that is passable as a, the, that you can't tell that you're in drag. You think it's a real woman. Right. Yes. I just That's haven't heard it called that in a long time. Yeah. And looking at you, all I saw was you turning into like it was a cartoon, like a herring or a, a smelt. <laughs> Oi. Yes. Yes. Speaking of we uh, speaking of costumes and oh, stuff. Oh, yes. Have you seen all the memes on Facebook? With the, the Spirit Halloween ads? Yes, they Those, are the best. Oh, my Lord. I look forward to every single one of you in, people in Orlando that post them. My favorite one was the top, and it had nothing there at all. I like the blank grinder profile. Yes, the, yes. That one was hysterical. I. It, they had so many of them, it's so funny. The single top on scrub, there single was nothing. Top and nothing at all there. Nothing at all. <laughs> God, there aren't any. So I hope everybody got their Halloween costumes ready because we're going to report back next week on what we saw this weekend. Yes, and not only that, if you are lazy, yes, if you are some lazy, of us are. then you know you can always just throw on a harness and throw and call your BDSM your, hood, your BDSM hood, and call yourself a leather guy. Because that is the best last-minute Halloween costume for hot, lazy people. And actually, you don't have to be hot. Just for lazy people is what I say. Throwing an armband and jeans and your Freddie Mercury. Everyone else can be Cats or Pete Davidson, but you can be an unmerciful master who will step (laughs) on their face. (laughs) Yes, Daddy. Yeah, it's true. All you have to do, there's all kind of body, there's all kind of body, body harnesses. It's not just the top. There's some made of yarn. They're called yarnesses. Yes. Yes, I've seen them. They look like macrame. They do. The body <laughs> yeah, harness. Yeah. They look like macrame. Yeah. They do. I'm a plant hanger from the 70s. There are so many. They have so many different harnesses for the tops, for the bottom. Meaning uh, your body parts, oh. tops and bottoms. Oh, okay. Not and there's master and servant harnesses yes, too. Yes, and there's also master and servant harnesses and all that. But that is that I never thought about that. I was like, no, until I saw this article, I was like, you know what? That is true. All you have to do is just grab a harness, and most people, it's just a harness. You know that they'll grab. They don't it, even. It get depends any on bands. whether you're considering it part of your lifestyle. Right. Or whether it's just a costume. Right. 
Because people that are in the BDSM world, that's something completely different to them. Right. It's not something they're, they're if they're dressed up on Halloween in leather, that's just their regular Saturday night. Right. Or Sunday night because it's Sunday night this year. Or Monday morning. Yeah. It's just a regular day where I have a friend that used whenever he got called for jury duty, he would go in full leather gear. He would put on all of his leather and go down there in full leather gear because he's like, I just know they'll send me home. <laughs> there were people in San Francisco that were always in it. That uh-huh. was just their life. Oh, God, can you imagine in this weather, though? Well, not in this weather here now. Well, that yeah, we're having. shorts and all nice. sorts of little stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it still makes it really hot with what's behind there. Agree. Very much so. Speaking of hot, there's been a little bit of internet scuffle going on this past week. Ooh, a kerfluffle? Yes, between Madonna and Cardi B. Oh, that wasn't little. <laughs> it's blown up the internet. That, between the time she put that post out on Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday morning. Oh, I know. It just went crazy. Lord. Yes, she posted a story about how Cardi B can sing about her WAP, and um, and then Cardi herself had some choice words. And she called out Kim K, too, and Miley Cyrus. Yes. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I didn't think the original tweet was that bad in and of itself. It was the ending part. That's what the original tweet was 30 years ago. I published a book called sex in addition to photos of me naked There were photos of men kissing men women kissing women and me kissing everyone I also wrote about my fantasies and shared my point of view about my sexuality in an icon ironic way I spent the next few years being interviewed by narrow-minded people who tried to shame me for empowering myself as a woman I was called a witch a heretic and a devil now Cardi B can sing about her WAP. Kim Kardashian can grace the cover of any magazine with her naked self. And Miley Cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball. So. Yeah, but then there was the little ending there. Yes. Yes. There's a word. Say. I know, but it was the word. Yes. And the clown image that set the it clown, off. The clown image is what did it a lot. Very much so. And of course, Cardi B did come back with herself saying, these icons really become disappointments once you make it in the industry. That's why I keep to myself. I can see how that using that word against anybody that you weren't personally intimate with. Right. It'd be like somebody tossing the F word at us. Exactly. Exactly. Because she came out and she's like, you're welcome, bees. Right. But the clown emoji. And then there was a clown emoji, yes. Why would the cl- why out of all the emojis did she put a clown? Yep. Cardi B came, her, her tweet was, I literally paid this woman homage so many times because I grew up listening to her. She can make her point without putting clown emojis and getting slick out the mouth. These icons become uh, disappointments once you make it in the industry. That's why I keep to myself. Because... Cardi, back in 2018, met Madonna for the first time. She told her, I grew up with my mom listening to Madonna for hours. She performed Material Girl in her freshman year in high school. She listened to her on all her photo shoots. And so she's always thought Madonna was this literal feminist woman. Now, Madonna opened her mouth and 
Oh, she was in a way, but at the same time, she was also a businesswoman. Yes. It paid to be shocker. Yes. That's Howard exactly. Stern. Madonna was very smart. I always said she was one of the smartest people. We went back in the 80s. I was like, she is so smart. As she was jumping from producer to producer to producer? Yes. That as as a wanting to stay relevant in the music business, go with who's hot. Exactly, changing it up, and that's exactly what she was doing. Now they did. Um, Madonna and Cardi B both were featured on the 2018 Quavo song "Champagne Rose," and um, in the video for "Up," she wore a, a cone bra in order, to, you know, paying homage to Madonna that way. Yeah, the Gaultier. Yes, the Jean-Paul Gaultier look. So it's like she's really like, oh my gosh. You know, she's, she's, she's been a Madonna fan and then turn around and... She hasn't had a good month. Madonna I mean, she started out with, a, with a boiled egg and giant grandma panties, and now she's slapping Cardi, Cardi B. B and Miley Cyrus and, and Miley. Kim Kardashian. Right, some relevant people to the kids today. It all seems so that's what I think it is, but that's what she knows is causing controversy. Yeah, stop and make some music for a minute for me. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of like the one who will remain nameless. Take your dang meds. Eat. Oh, yes. Take your meds. Oh, I am so happy. Oh, I don't... He doesn't have to remain nameless. Kanye. Yee. 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 Yes, because he officially is Eve. Yee. But I still see people... Oh, he got dropped by CAA, Balenciaga, Adidas finally dropped Adidas him today. Adidas finally dropped him this morning. Did you see what he said to him about him yesterday? No. He was like, I can say this anti-Semitic beep. Oh, yes. And you can't fire me. Yes. And I was watching the news last night, and I'm like, um. TikTok, they're going to fire JP you. JP Morgan called, sent him a letter that said, get your money out of our bank by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a bank giving somebody money. I know. Back. I know. They normally want that money. Take the damn meds. This, I think this is going to be this anti-Semitic rants that he's going on. This is a bit much for him. Is I, it? Yes. It really is. Just the thing. But he wants to run for president. He's getting all sorts. Yeah. He can hijack the queue, that's exactly and the more attorneys he, getting attorneys. That's what he's getting going for. Yeah, the QAnon. Yeah, and you don't want to do that in L.A. They've already had an uptick in hate crime since the banners went up over the freeway yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm, girl. Mm-hmm. Forty-five unleashed a genie in this country that's going to be hard to put back in the bottle because this yes. one doesn't take us to NASA. Exactly. Exactly. You know what? This is making me hungry for some terrible Halloween food. <laughs> pizza. I love oh, pizza. Oh, I do like pizza. I love pizza, but... Where's the best Halloween pizza, John? In Texas. <gasps> Ooh. It's in Lubbock, a city in northwest Texas. There is a Jeffrey Dahmer-inspired pizza, <gasps> but it stirred outrage. I can imagine. What's on the pizza? This pizza, it's um, it's a Jeffrey Dahmer special. It's a pizza crust covered in fake blood, an eyeball, a dismembered finger, and ramen noodle noodles to represent intestines. 
Oh, girl, no. The uh, restaurant workers said that the display was, um, was created to celebrate spooky season. But it was also inspired by the popular Netflix series Dahmer on Netflix. Yeah, this year there's been all about that. And they had to pull the Dahmer costume from eBay. Good. Yeah, I don't think there should be a Dahmer costume on eBay. I don't think there should be a Dahmer costume. I don't think people should dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer because if you were alive when he was alive and doing this, because he was a cannib- he cannibalized 17 men and boys from 1978 to 1991 before he was convicted and then beaten to death in prison. Yeah, he was horrible. He was horrible. If you don't know, he was... He, like I said, he murdered and then sometimes cannibalized. He kept their body parts in the freezer. He did all sorts of things with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not someone to... Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to order the pizza. So, I don't like eyeballs on my pizza. Right, and that's that's the whole thing. I mean, someone comes up, this is sick. There is nothing funny about this pizza and the sick things Jeffrey Dahmer did to pizza. Uh, did to people. Did to pizza. <laughs> did to people. Someone said, like I said, it's a fun prop. I suppose it will become either famous or infamous. I think it's going to become infamous. Because we're talking about it on Out Loud Orlando, the home of happy hour. But I like the little addendum. The capital pizza is display is non-edible and is not available for sale. And yeah. we'll move it into storage. So it's like the fake plastic food in the Chinese restaurant. Yes. That looks like rice, but it's not really rice. Right. Right. So it's it, a way to get attention, though. That's exactly what it's about, I think. I think it's, that's exactly what it's about. It's just to get some attention. And they're playing on the Netflix series, Dahmer. They're t- you know, saying, okay, it's Halloween, Dahmer. Uh, it's a good time to do it. Yeah. You're, as a business person, Dahmer's out. It's in everybody's mouth right now. Throw a Dahmer pizza and people will be like, that's horrible. Let's go try it. Mm-hmm. Because that's how people are. But of course, they are, like you said, it's inedible and they're not really selling it. I suppose we could make our own. Yeah. Except for the fingers and the eyeballs. True. We could just use marinara. Mm-hmm. For the blood. Yeah, I'm down for that. And just use string cheese instead of ramen noodles. I can't stand ramen noodles. I like real ramen noodles. I Uh, like real ramen noodles. Yeah, I just don't like that package stuff that you buy for 20 bucks. Oh, no, that's a heart attack in a box. I know. There's so much sodium. It's like 2,000. In that little packet. Yeah, just salt. Yeah, that's all it is. Flavored salt. And speaking of flavored salt. What? Which one? Michigan. Michigan. Oh, speaking of flavored <laughs> salt. Michigan. There is a man in Michigan who killed and ate his grinder date faces, and he has received life without parole. Thank goodness. He's been found guilty of first-degree murder and faces life in prison without parole. His name is Mark David Latunsky. And he's young. He's 53 years young. And he pleaded guilty in September to the killing of a 25-year-old man he met via Grinder, But because his open murder plea meant it came down to a judge to determine whether it was first degree, second degree, or manslaughter. So because he pleaded guilty, he got... All of it. He got better. Yeah, but he, he didn't get death. So this um, 
a Shiawassee County judge, Matthew Stewart, listened to a day and a half of testimony, and he issued his decision on October 19th. Uh, the facts were, of course, gross. It happened on Christmas Eve 2020, so that would have been while going through COVID. Kevin Bacon... Not the real Kevin Bacon. Not, not, not six degrees from Kevin Bacon, but his name is Kevin Baker, the, the, the 25-year-old. He was a hairdresser, and he told his roommate that he was going to meet up with a man around 5 p.m., and he said they had arranged the meetup via grinder. Later, his roommate received a text message from his phone saying that he was having fun and he might not be back for a while. However, he failed to show up for breakfast on Christmas Day, and his family became concerned, and so they contacted the police. So the police did an investigation, and that led them to Bennington Township, Michigan, in the home of Latunsky. In his basement, they found Kevin Bacon's body strung up by the ankles, and he had stab wounds, and his throat was slashed. And this is just so horrible. And then Latunsky had eaten some parts of his body. Now, this was not... Oh, man. What's sad about this is... And what's sad... First of all, what's sad is they have a picture of the guy and he's all dressed up in leather. I wonder if it was a bondage light. No, it sounds like he's probably into this sort of stuff. Yes. No, it sounds like he's into it because uh, it's not the first time the police had been to his house. In October 2019, a man called authorities after he fled the house. He said he woke up in the basement and thought he might have been drugged. So this guy was probably drugging people to get them back to his basement. In November of 2019, police stopped him wearing just a leather kilt when they caught him chasing another man down the street. Oh, there's red flags all over the place. Lots of them. Now, um, his legal team, of course, said, oh, you know, they they tried to say that he was... um, that he wasn't in his right mind and he wasn't sane enough to stand trial. But in October of 2020, back um, then, officials deemed him mentally fit after he underwent months of psychiatric treatment. I know. So that, his, so that just shot his lawyers right out of the ground, saying, nope, you can't use that. Oh, just it, some of the other details are just so disgusting. Yeah, the prosecutor said that's not what Kevin wanted. Kevin wanted a fetish. He wanted to be protected. He wanted to make sure he was going to go home. Yeah, and the guy bought a dehydrator to make jerky out of his yes. body. Yes. Jesus. How crazy is that? Girl, no. He's going to be sentenced on December 15th. Oh. But. The judge concluded that the court finds that this is a crime of cold calculation. Kevin Bacon's death was Mark Latinsky's design. It was. It was 100%. Exactly. It's like, how could you think otherwise? Yeah. As somebody that has been in the BDSM world, Mm -hmm. you have to have a level of trust to do some of this stuff. Yes. You do not do it on a grinder hookup. Yes, on somebody, right. You don't, on, a, on somebody that you just meet, you don't just meet somebody. You build that and, over time. And play, as, as it's called. You just don't, you know. Especially meet. that sort of play. Right. Right. I don't want to be strung up by my ankles by somebody I just met. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you just don't. Well, you do, but. Well, people do, but... Yeah. Right. Not me. The only time I ever did was with... Was whenever we were, like, at leather events. You know, where you were at a leather event, so you knew people there. 
Oh, gosh, what's this world coming to? I know, right? So we let's talk about something, just bring it down a little bit. We lost Leslie. We all lost. We all lost Leslie Jordan yesterday. It was so sudden. Yeah, you took my breath away. It was so sudden. He, according to Tim Z, he had some kind of medical emergency while he was driving, and so he crashed his car and died at the young age of... 67. 67. Mm-hmm. Personally, for me, I am so happy for him that he got to enjoy his fame yes. and all the adoration as a sober gay guy. Yes. And he made no bones about where he was and what he accomplished. Right, right. I love... I followed him on Instagram. I still follow him. He but, made the pandemic. Yes. His daily little check-ins, it was sort of like the same as Taffy. Those check-ins were, he, a lot of people, young kids, you know, fell in love with him. And young, and people from all generations know him from all different stuff. Like back in the 90s, he was on Murphy Brown. He was on Boston Legal. He was on. Oh, I forgot about all that. Yeah. And he was on Greatest American Hero was his first kid. Yeah. Will and Grace, Will call and me Cat. Call me. That's what. And call me Cat because I'm like, what are they gonna do? And I happened to read an article yesterday. I read it. That the production company has put has put a hold on production. There's an episode this week, and it's dedicated to him. There's an in memoriam. Yes. He was just. He was so kind. Because Call Me Cat is filmed live. Right. I got to see him perform twice. Once in San Francisco, and then after my life on the pink carpet mm-hmm. got going, he brought it to Lakeland in 2015 and did Lakeland Pride, their first yeah. real pride. Yeah. He was just so genuine and funny and yeah. kind. That's- and then he came and did Claremont. Yes. And I think that's the last time he was here. Yeah. And he came to Parliament House many a time. Many a different time. So many of our local, our local gays have many pictures with him as we saw yesterday. It's like you have to have one with Carrot Top. Yes. Yes, it's like having one with Carrot Top. <laughs> it's like, hey, these people show up at our bars. Of course we're going to. Or, um, But nobody's ever, Lance I Bass. haven't, like you said, I haven't read anybody have something bad to say about him. Yeah, nobody. Everything, you know, usually when a, when a celebrity dies, you'll get your people that come out and they have something nasty to say about it. Not one person. Because he was so authentic. He let everybody yeah. see it all the time. Yeah, and he was just open about it and just let everyone see how he was and or how he is. And yeah, yeah, just such a sad, sad loss. Yeah. Such a sad loss. I loved him in Sorted Lives. That movie changed my life. Sorted Lives was great. And Del Shores put a very nice tribute to him on Facebook because he wrote yes. Brother Boy specifically for Leslie Jordan. Yep, there were a few different things that a few different things that were written specifically for Leslie Jordan. He was on American Horror Story. Oh yeah, he he was on all sorts he was of on things. The three of them. He's been in so many different. He was things. in The Help. He yes. was in The Cool Kids. Yep. Uh, Hearts of Fire. That's old. Ugly Betty, Lois and Clark. Oh, I forgot he was Hidden in Ugly Palms, Betty. Yes. Star Trek Voyager, Caroline in the City, 
He was on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes, and he was dressed up like Pee Wee when he was on there. Reba, Nash yep. Bridges. He did Ski Patrol, Roadside Rodeo, Love Ranch, and the Southern Baptist Sissies. And he just, last year, he released his album. Within the past year, he released Oh, his, the country album. His country album. We had talked about it whenever he released it. Yep. His first autobiographical stage show was in 1983, and it was called Hysterical Blindness and Other Southern Tragedies That Have Played My Life Thus Far. <laughs> that sounds just like him. <laughs> he, w- he was really good at embellishing with words. Yes. And pulling the antebellum out of himself. Yes. He actually, he and Lady Bunny both started in uh, Chattanooga, and she had described him as on her post she had described him that when she first seen him that he was like new wave he was new wave and he had can you imagine he that? had um i can't remember what color she said like he had purple eyeliner or some eyeliner on but it brought out his blue eyes and oh that's when he was partying yes yes i would have that, loved to have seen him then me too that would have been so great the young picture when he's got the, his shirt off in 1977 in New York. Mm-hmm. He looks like a little tiny Robin Williams. Yes. Yes. Because he's a little old thing. He ti- yes, he was. And he does look. look. Robin Williams looked kind of short, but, but, but yeah, he did. Leslie, Robin Williams was not really tall, but he was bigger than Leslie Jordan. He was a lot bigger than Leslie Jordan. Yes. But they both had the same body hair. Yes, they did. Both bears. Before there was bears. Before there were bears, yeah. It was international model. Before there were international bears. International male. I'm trying to, I'm going through my things and going, I think we already, oh, so uh, something I, that's come up just yesterday also, which I thought was great, is that Sam Smith and Kim Petras have become the first publicly non, out, non-binary transgender artists to top Billboard Hot 100. And it's a great pop. With their, yeah, Unholy. With their, their, Kim, Sam Smith and Kim Petras duet Unholy has hit number 100 on the Billboard Hot 100 part chart. So, the cause of that, the both of them have become the first public non binary, being Sam Smith, and transgender, being Kim Petras artist, to achieve this milestone. They're rolling it back across the country, but you can't stop it in the real world. Yep. It was first released in September. It, it's just, on TikTok. Yeah, yep. And it's kicked the Bad Habit down to number two. Harry Styles as it was to number three. Lil Baby debuts at number four with California Breeze, and then Post Malone and Doja Cat's "I Like You" at number five. So. Well, next week that'll all change. Yes. Because yes. the Swifties are a coming. And Unholy is also both of their first number one. Um, Smith's Stay With Me in 2014 reached number two. And Petrus, this is her first entry on the list. So this is great for, um, for just for being out there for exposure. Exactly. We have a lot of out artists that are now poised to like jump in. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of which, Lil Nas X is one. Again. We talk about him every week. There's something to talk about Lil Nas X about. This week, guess what? He freaked out over Will Ferrell coming to one of his L.A. shows. And then, of course, he, he he's like, Will Ferrell came to my epic concert. Nobody can tell me anything. 
of course, not in those words. You can't but, tell me nothing. But the way that they're they're together, and Little Nas X is there, and 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 Will Ferrell's right behind, right close up behind him, so you can't see one of his hands. So someone says, "Where's Will Hand?" And so Lil Nas X says he couldn't resist getting a handful of my butt, so I couldn't say no, to be honest. <clears throat> Next thing you know, Up Rock's music comes out with headlines saying, Lil Nas X posted a photo with Will Ferrell who couldn't resist getting a handful of his big butt. And so whenever that comes up, Lil Nas X says, this is why I can't joke on Twitter no more. Yeah. That's pretty sad, though, when you are a celebrity. Every single thing you do, whether you're kidding or not. Gets di- bisected and dissected and re- reformed. And put out there as some other way. Yeah, that's crazy. That is I crazy. think it was more the picture that caused the problem. Because you couldn't see. Yeah, it, his it, it looked like it was doing that. Yes, it does. Yeah. It was probably just resting lovingly on the cheek, but it looks like he's grabbing some booty. It, it, yes, it did look like he was grabbing him. And with Wolf Errol's face, you can't ever tell what he's really doing. Yes. Yes. He I, always I'm, got that bad boy, mischievous look. That look. Yes, he does. I don't, I'm not a big Wolf Errol fan, but, but yes, I see. I know what it's you're talking about. It's very base. Yeah. But he plays it so dumb that he keeps the straight face. Yes. It was like Bill he Murray, the same sort that. of the same mm-hmm. mold. Yep. Or, or the one that played Borat, the guy that plays Borat. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, how he can do what he does with just keep a straight face, and I'm like, how can you not break character? Yeah, you have to just keep it tight. Mm-hmm. I, I so, would bust up. And last week, we also lost somebody. We lost Angela Lansbury. So, we have a story about her this week also. Really? Angela Lansbury once made a sex club a little more welcoming for John Waters. What? He said it may have been the only night she was ever there. In a sex club? Yes, in this sex club. So. I can't picture that. Yes. So this took place years before the AIDS epidemic, and everybody went. She wasn't doing anything. It was in a club that was straight gay bar where people had sex that was called Hellfire. You'd be standing there talking about the new novel of Elaine Robbie Grillet and um, and a phallic, a phallic article would be come through a glory hole, and then you'd just move to a different location. Well, Angela Lansbury was one of the many faces Water, John Waters saw at that club over the years. He said, I saw her there, but with a whole bunch of people. You went slumming there. He said, Warhol would go there. Truman Capote would go there. People would go there. You did not have to participate. You just go there. You might be sitting there talking to somebody and look down and somebody's licking your shoe. You just kick them away. But then they liked that, so then you had to say thanks. And then they would go away. But it was a bar like that you couldn't imagine. There were a lot of celebrities there. The Hellfire Club was around the corner from the Mine Shaft. Yes. Which was a a gay men's club, period. Yes. Yes. The meatpacking district was a very interesting time in the 80s because you had the juxtaposition of the gay people in the leather scene and the straight people in the Hellfire Club. Yes. And the transgender now, but back then it was just drag hookers. Right. 
Yep. Yep. And there. I would flip out if I saw Angela Lansbury in there. Can you imagine? No. It must have been when she was doing Sweeney Todd. I don't know. That would line up. Yeah. Yeah. He said that she was pure class even 40 years ago when these kind of clubs were all the rage. It may, I, it may have been the only night she was ever there, but just her presence made Hellfire a little more welcoming. And I, that's coming from John Waters. That, yeah, exactly. From, Can you imagine? From him, I know. That's awesome. That would be... Because that's the same time he was out with like pink flamingos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to line up all the, the different timelines. Yes. Yes. That's so funny. R.I.P. Angela. Would have been like late, late, late 70s, early, early, early 80s since it was before AIDS. Yep. So it'd be early 80s. Yep. I just think it's so funny. So funny. So before we forget, we want to get into a little moment of your gay history. 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 Today's section of today's section of let's oh. do this again. Your oh. gay history <laughs> oh, is no. brought to you by amyl nitrate. Amyl nitrate. Amyl nitrate, also known as poppers, was first synthesized in France in 1844 when chemist Antoine Dramon Ballard passed nitrogen through amyl alcohol and produced a brown liquid whose vapors made his cheeks flush and gave him a severe headache. Oh, no. Fifteen years later, British, psychi- uh, British physicist Frederick Guthrie noticed its effect on arteries. This got the attention of anesthetic and anesthetic. Anesthetist Benjamin Ward Richardson. He was an expert on chloroform, and he researched its broader biological effects and presented its findings to the British Association for the Advancements of Science in 1864. Then that work was picked up by Arthur Gamgee, a medical graduate from University of Edinburgh, and he confirmed that it reduced arterial tension in animals and man. So he passed the final baton onto his younger con- colleague, Thomas Lauder Brunton. Brunton used amyl nitrate to successfully treat patients suffering with anginal pectoris at the um, Edinburgh Royal Infirmary. His publish- he published his findings in The Lancet, which is a medical journal, and it officially became medicine in 1867. Wow. Now, in the 1930s, it became moonlighting as an antidote to cyanide poisoning. Not from a cloak and dagger cyanide pill, but common causes like inhaling smoke from a house fire. It, what it does is amyl nitrate changes the blood's hemoglobin allowed in the body to clear it through the urine. So it made it way into soldiers, first aid kits in World World II. And use an EMT kits until, yeah. until 2018. Yeah, the little capsules were the always taped capsules. there. Yep, they were. Another lesser publicized use was the alleviation of menstrual cramps. So it was it was packaged by the pharmaceutical company Burroughs Welcome and sold in glass bottles and in tin box until the 1960s. The tiny vials were sheathed in cotton and a dose was administered by breaking the vial and inhaling it. And it made a pop sound, which is why poppers were named poppers. The more you know. You'll never know this unless you don't get a part of 
Your Gay History. And this little bit of history was brought to you by one of the premier chronological chronological people. Yes, chronologicalists. Uh, From San Francisco, Leo Leo Herrera. Herrera. And it's called The Bottom Molecule, Volume volume 1, 1860 to 1960. Yes. And the next one that's going to come out will cover the late 60s into currently and how gay people have incorporated amyl nitrate into our culture. Right. I I do know because my dad being at a, working at a funeral home, they had the amyl nitrates like the that. Little snap capsules. And now now what they do for blood, it's like I call it Popper's Light, the nitroglycerin that we take, the spray, the spray or the pill, but the spray that you put under your tongue, it gives you that same feeling, but it's not as intense. Yeah. But it gives the same feeling. So uh, just another article before we have a few we can get through before we go. Taylor Swift has her new video is out. Actually, she just started. um, The whole new album. Yeah, her whole new album. But she's she's um, Midnight is the name. Midnight's is the name of the new album. And she is now in bed with trans actor Laith Ashley in the Midnight's music video. Um, she had a trailer for the upcoming suite of her music videos. Ashley appears as an apparent love interest. Yeah, and to say the least. He is a trans male. So this is a great thing. That she just put it out on her Instagram. Here's a teaser trailer for the videos I've made for Midnight's. And um, she said the first video for Antihero will be out soon. If not out and, by and it's October out 20th. So it's out by now, yes. That would have been the other day. So it's out by now. But she's grown because in 2016, they wanted her to pick a side in the Tennessee election. Yes. And she wouldn't do it. Yes. And then she made Lover with Todrick Hall with You Need to Calm Down. And yes. since that moment, she has been very embracing of Of the LGBTQ everybody. community. Yes, she has. And a last article that we have is really sad that there has been a study that has found that overwhelmingly a majority of LGBTQ plus students feel unsafe in school. More than 80% of LGBTQ plus students across the United States reported feeling unsafe at school, a new survey has founded. And the people that did the survey was GLSEN, um, Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. They found 81.8% That's surveyed felt unsafe at school because at least one of their actual or perceived personal characteristics. I felt it. I felt it too, big time when I was in school. That's just so sad. They also found that 32% of LGBTQ plus students across the U.S. had missed at least one full day of school over concerns for their safety, meaning being bullied, being, you know, being threatened that you're going to get beat up, all kinds of things. It's, we've come so far and yet we're still in the same place. I don't know. How do we, where do we go from here? That's true. I mean, we've, we've come so far yet. You and I graduated And some easily. people will say that up to kids will be kids. That's how some people will chalk that up to is kids will be kids. But you I don't. You have to do better. I, yeah, you have to do better. Kids, 
kids will be kids, that comes to they're learning from grown-ups. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. It's sad. But we're going to finish that off. Oh, no. It's been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. Remember to fight the good fights and always swing first. Let justice roll and life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. Remember, we are one human family, somewhat dysfunctional, but still one human family. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. I love you and we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.